Offscript with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Jay here, back with another episode of Off Script with Super E. Actually have a very special episode today. We're going to have our first call-in guest that's going to be involved with one of these tales from Super E's tall tale book, script, repertoire, repertoire, whatever you want to call it. So I actually have made my way back to A-Train Studios Sitting here with my good buddy A Train. A Train, say something. Hey, everybody! It's good to good to talk to you again. Uh, I just want to give you a little visual. We have one mic today, and so Mike and I are leaning in and talking into this mic. Kind of, I don't know, kind of like Elton John and Kiki D. Right. Or when the Bee Gees would all three sing using the same mic, they knew when right. to lean in, lean out. Right. We lean in, we lean in at the same time, A Train, and some yeah, that's not going to be good. Hope your wife doesn't walk down. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay back as much as I can. Kind of like those two dogs in the Disney movie where they're both eating the same spaghetti. <laughs> and there's the star of our show, Super E. You just said something. All right, right on. How you doing, Super E? Doing good. Fantastic. And do you want to introduce our guest? Uh, Big T, Tom, whatever we're going to call him. You're going to call him Big T. And to give you a visual, he looks like an even more chiseled Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yes. Wow. All right. Man. Well, yeah. prior to Grand Fury, I'm talking around the Dirty Harry days, Pale Rider. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Not okay. the mule. Right. He's not the not mule. Not the mule. He's the young, no. chiseled Clint Eastwood. It's like yes. somebody once said I looked like Tom Cruise. I'm like, okay, we're talking Top Gun Tom Cruise or second half of Born on the Fourth of July Tom Cruise. I, I want to know which one. The second. Yeah, second half of the movie. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank well, you. Big T, uh, you got anything to say? No, I feel like we're back uh, riding the streets of fear and uh, solving stuff as we were eight or ten years ago. So, no, thank you very much. Right on. That's what we say every now and then. We'll get lost and feel like we're all back in the office or riding the streets of fear, as you said. That's great. Yes. All righty. Well, without further ado, Super E. Let's 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 give just a little bit of. I'm I'm getting yeah I'm getting waved at by A Train here. Give them a little background on what we're gonna what our show's about today. Okay, perfect. I was looking at the clock. Yes. So today's show it's a special show. We have a special guest. Uh, before we start, we want to make it very clear that we are all animal lovers. Yes. We love chickens and goats and ducks and pigs and dogs and. All the things we just we are all animal lovers. Today's show is gonna focus on illegal cockfighting, illegal illegal dog fighting that has taken place in our city. Um, we feel like these guys probably cleaned it up, but I don't think there's been one since. Of course, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> right, <that>. right. Exactly. <laughs> we just want to make it clear that we are all animal lovers, and no animals were harmed during this broadcast that's true right a train that's exactly right exactly 
Okay. Is that good? Yeah, that was good. Right on. I, I always love it when A-Train waves at me. That means say something different or, or shut up. So, <laughs> without further ado, Super E, tell us the tale. Well, I'm going to need Big T to help remind me on mine that I assisted with on the cockfighting because they brought me in kind of at the last minute and gave me very few details of what was going on. It was a uh, combination investigation with our police department and another, I guess the feds were involved. I don't know who it was. A-Train or Big T, can you uh, explain who was involved in these things? Uh, it was the USDA that we had done on the uh, animal fighting, but you were uh, going in with a uh, young detective who uh, had told everybody that he could take me in, but he had to introduce me as his dad uh, because I was so <laughs> old. Uh, and your, uh, your uh, bird was little Jerry, a gray sweater chicken. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so you had gone in with uh, you, and uh, we'll just call him Sean. So does he bounce checks? Little, yeah, and uh, little Jerry. And, little Jerry. Uh, yep. Now I'm now. Remember, see, I wasn't supposed to be his dad. I was able to scrape by with his older brother or rascally uncle because yes. we both looked alike. He had long, shaggy hair. He didn't have yes. the cool beard. No, but we, but we both wore the. We're going to call them tank tops because we can't use the WB word. Right. Big T. Yeah. So yeah. We, we looked alike. We looked like scraggly hillbillies from the hillbilly side of our town. Because that's and what we are. We're very, yes. Yeah, that's our, I that's fit that very well. Yes. And what I found out was our undercover story was that we were meth dealers who were financing Jerry the Chicken's fighting or whatever that's all i know something like that we were meth dealers we're, we wanted to get involved in chicken fighting and we were sponsoring jerry the chicken hey hey yes. big t yes okay he's calling them chickens but they're obviously roosters or or cocks yeah could you just just give a, a quick rundown on on what we're talking about when we're talking about cock fighting what, right. what is this all about well there are uh I believe there are only two ways that the, so you strap an, a chicken or a male chicken, a cock has a spur on his leg, hind leg. And that's yeah. when they fight, they jump up and they aggressively go at the other bird with that spur. So this is a natural thing, but cockfighters, then there are two things. There's a gaff, which with a little leather strap, you tie a gaff and it is a pencil, a metal like pencil thing, but it's got a sharp point. So that's gaff fighting. And then there's another one, blade, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is a razor blade. Oh, my God. And the uh, gaff fights, those are the ones that can go on a long, long time. And that's what we're going to talk about when your cock gets overheated or uh, <laughs> how you cool down a fighting cock or okay. Um, okay. how you do some of that. But then the blade... Uh, that's about over uh, as soon as they go across the scratch line, which we can tell you all, all about the okay. uh, uh, that part of it. But that fight's over in about 30 seconds because one of those birds is going to bleed out quickly. This is this is some brutal stuff. Yes, the gaff is uh, is slow and painful and the blade is quick and bloody. And OK, so I'm assuming at these fights, the people they bet on the fights. Correct. 
Okay. Okay. Tumbling. <laughs> okay. No Michael Buffer in the ring either, but it was an interesting thing when we uh, <laughs> went to the fight. We took uh, six or eight birds. I forget what. So this is an all-day thing. Uh-huh. Uh, the entry fee was $1,500. So it's wow. not a cheap date. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, word of mouth, you're in a very, very rural area with a long drive off the road. And you got to know the – somebody's got to know you or you don't get in. So we so, had to cozy it up to a guy who was in the in the business. So, uh, Big T, so you guys had to obviously infiltrate this uh, this cockfighting league, which probably it sounded like it wasn't easy to get into. Right? No, no, it was not. Uh, we had uh, uh, we had to work at it. It was several months. So yeah. Okay, so so you you guys got in, and you actually. You actually had a couple birds, didn't you? Yes, we did. Yeah, we bought a couple, and that was okay. our ruse to get in a, a ring and make some money. Got it. Do you uh, you remember those uh, roosters' names? We didn't officially name them. Our guy wasn't really into much naming the birds, uh, so we didn't have – we obviously, between us, we called one Mike Tyson, and the other one was uh, Evander Holyfield, but that was just between us. Well, what about little Jerry? Well, little Jerry was Super E's bird, so that wasn't uh, that was a whole separate deal. Oh, okay. man, yeah, they had a whole lot of birds. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and got it. Now I want to make something clear: you guys never actually fought these birds, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay hey, you gotta do what you gotta do oh yeah no we uh, we oh. had the blessing of our federal partners but oh yeah yeah we we took them down there and oh. our birds got massacred yeah. <laughs> oh, God. i had no idea and so oh yeah I, so big t um when when the birds got massacred, is that part of the story I heard about the birds being shoved out the chute for the children to play with? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. We'll get into that. Okay. okay. That's coming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so let's now that we kind of have a, a handle on what this is all about. So, um, walk us through, um, you know, Ernie's deal or Super E's deal. Told you, big team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go ahead and walk us walk us through one of these uh, one of these fights. Okay, the um, typically, and I wasn't in their their thing physically at the ring. I was back up on that. But typically, what happens? We had a handler because uh, I. So we got a guy who who knows how to do the birds or handles our birds. So anyhow, they get their bird. We have our bird. They will attach that instrument, whether it's the gaff or the blade, on the bird's leg, and then they kind of move them towards each other. And the cocks don't like each other; just naturally, they're aggressive toward other males. So they're raffling their, you know, swinging their fe- their wings and getting all upset. So before the fight, you got a couple minutes. You're getting them all kind of like the stare down when they're going to kill each other. Okay. Then there's a scratch line. So there are two lines on a dirt floor ring, and it is a ring, kind of like a fight club thing. And they're about probably three or four feet apart. So you set your bird down on that, and then you let it go, and the birds go at it. Okay. Then they'll either get hooked up or they'll clench or whatever, and then you come in. There's a referee, 
And you come in and you each get your own bird and you bring it back to the scratch line, uh, you know, after getting it ready. Well, uh, this is where we go in. The birds get tired mm-hmm. and they get overheated. And much like dogs, they do not have sweat glands. So okay. to cool down an overheated bird, you have to lift up its tail feathers and blow on its butt to get it cooled down enough to fight again. You... <laughs> Are you serious? I'm very serious. Okay. The other part of that, too, is the birds from overexertion, sort of like when you see a real weightlifter and they start bleeding from the nose from that exertion they yeah. have. So the birds will have blood in their beak, which when impedes their ability to breathe. So some of the handlers will suck the blood out of the chicken's beak oh. uh, to enable their bird to go on. The bird that doesn't can't get across the scratch line is the bird that loses or if the bird dies. And uh, Big T, if I may, the story about sucking the blood out of the beak, wasn't there a couple duo wearing overalls or something about sucking the blood and sharing the blood? Wasn't there something? There is. And that, that was the, the, the young lady was the hottest female in there, and she was pretty hot. Okay. Uh, her her bow. Did she was... blow on her butt? well she wasn't appearing to be overheated but here her her beau who was cleaning our clock with his gray sweater over our rhode island red or whatever we had he was envision a six foot seven tom petty wearing overalls with about half a tin of skull in his bottom lip and you've got a picture of this gentleman okay yeah and so pretty girl not jennifer aniston but pretty darn hot so he's blowing on his chicken's butt He's sucking the blood out with that big old wad of skull in there. And when they won, when they cleaned our clock, she came over and gave him a big old tongue kiss. He's like, do you realize where his mouth has been? <laughs> oh, that is horrible. Yes. I think it's hot. Oh, oh my God. It was something I'd tried to drink away for 15 years. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you still wake up in the middle of the night? I hear but, the silence of the lambs or whatever, or the, yeah, yeah. That is as deliciously white trash as anything I've ever heard. It wow. was, it was uh, yeah, it, it was white trash heaven right there. Yeah. Chicken love. And, and, and so where did you, where did you guys store your cocks uh, between rounds? Between uh, you have uh, cages that you keep them all in the truck or uh, in undercover. It was a warm day, so you got to keep the birds cooled down before they even get in. I, the, I uh... meant more when you were off duty. Did oh, you? where, where oh, did these we... cocks go? No, they stayed at the farm where the guy, uh, ah. where our, our uh, mentor was. So, yeah, we had just bought them and we would go out there and you move them around you move them from indoors and then you put them on the grass for a while and there's a whole regimen on how you get them ready to fight that uh, right two weeks before you select the ones that are in the best shape to go and then they're in training and yeah like i i just pictured them either in the property room animal control you know (laughs) something like that so we left them there so what kind of training do these cocks go through heavy bags what what no, no, it's a it's a dietary thing, and it is no uh, implement on their leg. But you have training fights, so you just have them, which again, in his barn, just where you put them down, and just you know what uh, what 
male birds will do is they're going to go at it a little bit. So you just have them get ready to, and then you see who has the most aggression too. And that determines which one is ready to go or we're taking. Well, super E it sounds like big T um, had a class a cock. Um, <laughs> what, what about yours? <laughs> Mine's always been a D list or cock. But, <laughs> but it sounds like Big T was like, you know, a big, long investigation. I was like, I get a call and they said, we need to, you to look like an unbelievable, goofy, loser hillbilly. Can you uh, be somewhere real quick? Are you ready to, to look like that? And I said, I look down and I'm ready now. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> so, I can stop I, by the colonel and be ready to go. Yeah. Right? So I, I get to wherever the staging area is, and I'm like, I had no idea what's going on. They said, we need you to be part of this cockfight. And I'm like, what's a cockfight? I pictured him like uh, A-Train. They had little boxing gloves on and stuff like that. <laughs> and so they paired me up with uh, a younger officer, Sean, undercover officer. And like I said, he was scraggly, looked like me, looked like we were related. And um, so what our deal was, we were – portraying ourselves as redneck meth dealers and we were sponsoring this uh hispanic guys chicken roosters i'm some cox and uh, i guess it was little jerry so i really had no clue what was going on so big t is also schooling me on this i had no clue all i was just playing a part that i had no script for and so but you came what, in and you knocked it out of the park, and that's oh well, done. yeah, of course, yeah. stipulated. It's understood. It should stipulated. be So, what uh, I think it was Sean. He somebody had the brilliant idea because me and Sean were the only gringos there, and so we bought a giant cooler f- with ice and Corona beer or something like that. So, because, you know, when we got there, I don't remember us having a warm welcome. They're I like, who, who are these guys? And then we like, oh, hold on a second. We got into our, whatever our car was. And we brought out the big thing of a cooler of beer. And it was like, oh, come on in. And so, what's that? I just said you're best friends now. Yes, exactly. We were now best friends. But I will say this. We were dressed like. We should be hanging around the 7-Eleven in our in string towns. If anybody, everybody will get that. Who knows what we're talking about? Okay. But these guys were all dressed. I mean, like they were going out somewhere fancy afterwards. Uh, expensive looking cowboy hats, uh, clean and pressed white long sleeve sh- uh, dress shirts, uh, expensive looking jeans, and very expensive cowboy boots. Everybody was dressed very well except for us. Right. And I had no idea what was going on. And our bird, I guess I remember now little Jerry, he was kind of waiting in the wings, so to speak. And (laughs) so I watched a couple of these fights or these cockfights, and I had no idea what was going on. And I think big T our guy, these birds had the razor blades on them. Oh yeah. And so our bird wasn't fighting. These other birds are fighting, and I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is fucking brutal. I was horrified by what I was seeing. The birds would just go at it, and then I'll, it, 10 seconds later, they would both keel over and die. That's what appeared to me. I'm like, they're dead. How, would, how are they going to pick a winner, you know? 
And like Big T said, then they, these guys were run over and I didn't know what they were doing. I thought, is this <laughs> chicken bestiality Love. rape? Because they started blowing on their buttholes. I thought, are they giving them fellatio or a rim <laughs> job? What are they doing? And then the birds would come back to life even more pissed off. And then they would go at it again. I'm like, well, wouldn't you be? <laughs> yeah. I was well. having a, so, I was having it. There was a freak show going on and I had no idea what was happening. And I was looking around, looking pretty nervous, like, what is this? And then little Jerry comes up and then Sean goes, Hey, this is our bird. I'm like, okay. So I see little Jerry get out there and I'm thinking, all right, he looks like he's kind of scrappy. And, uh, he goes at it with this other guy's rooster and they're fighting, and I'm like, oh, this is horrible. This, These guys should all be ashamed of themselves. These people are terrible people for uh, punishing these birds or torturing these birds. Right. And then little Jerry goes at it, and they both keel over and die. And I'm like, well, that's, you know, that's the end of that. So I guess, you know, we both lost. They come over. One of the referees comes over and grabs my arm and raises it. I'm like, what's going on? And he says, you won. Little Jerry won? Yeah, because somebody <laughs> blew on it. And I guess he opened an eye up and said, I'm still here. And uh, and then they handed me $1,000. Really? And they're like, yes. And they're like, Ray, you've won $1,000 because uh, your bird was victorious. And I was like, I got $1,000. And then I guess I was kind of greedy, and I was like, "Bring one, bring over one of the mother clucking motherfuckers, and make, <laughs> let me make another fucking thousand dollars. Bring them over." And then I was like, oh, "Wait a minute, we're trying to stop this, not profit off it." Correct, and and it wasn't your money. It wasn't my money. I didn't get to keep it. Everybody Correct. settled down. Who hears this? And I, it was just. They, then they really believed who I was by my over-the-top glee of getting a thousand dollars. And then the guys who lost, they seemed like they were a little pissed at me. I mean, I didn't do it. I didn't decide this. And then I was, and then it started um, getting a little tense. The atmosphere was getting a little tense in the place. And I just remember, like, I was telling Sean. Um, you know what? You just your wife just had a kid. Now I'm not trying to be overly a hero, but I said if this is going to go south because we're a couple of strangers and uh, everybody brings out guns, you just had kids. You take off running. I'll put up a fight because you know I'm pretty much at the end of the line. My kids are all grown, and so I said, you, I, I'm no, I'm not trying. But I was just it, it was just what you do. I said you run like hell. And I'll try to put up a fight. I'll be like hitting him over the head with dead chicken butts. But uh, <laughs> hey, su hey, Supery. So yeah. So okay, I remember you telling me. So the the losing rooster. Okay, so it's in the ring. What happened right. to that? What happened to that rooster afterward? It's like they just threw him away. I think they threw him in like a, a like some sort of dumpster or something. Okay. And I was I was stunned by it because before, you know, okay, it seems like you'd have a little loyalty to something that you're sucking on his butthole. But as soon as he was no longer of any use to him, into the trash can, Just I it. was like, shit. 
wow. they, they were no they were just trash then uh big t do, do you remember the the losing cocks what they do with them on on your fights do you remember open barn door and they just throw them out in the back and as uh as jay was mentioning there were um, i don't know shoot probably 50 60 birds dead and dying and there were little kids pestering them with sticks and all and then look over and there's a uh, concession truck and i thought man if they have chicken nuggets or something over there i wonder where their inventory is coming from but oh my god yeah wow that's rough it was wow and and did you guys find in your investigation that this was um very cultural as far as i mean you've got the hillbilly culture doing it hispanic culture i mean Right. Yeah, that was like you both got both sides of it. Yeah, ours was predominantly hillbilly down where we were. There were a couple of Hispanic guys, but uh, now Superies was more uh, Hispanic. Got it. Two two competing leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. And then after after our investigation, it just seemed like then you know we made a reason to leave. Because I guess we got what we needed or whatever, you know, the thousand dollars, which I turned over to whoever's investigator was. Of course. And then A Train or Big T, do you remember? I thought we would have a follow up or something, but it just seemed like nothing, you know, I don't remember what happened. I, they didn't need us anymore on that for that or to do any more. We got into the other guy. So yours enabled, showed that we could do it. And then that's when we got into the bigger guy so that's why and uh the best i can remember is little jerry went to live on a animal rescue farm so i think little jerry my recollection was little jerry went off to green grass and high tides my little jerry (laughs) (laughs) now now that's a happy ending in a uh this is a pretty ugly story yeah (laughs) well so we no raids that you guys were involved with on uh, the the cockfighting. However, we do have a story where there was a, I guess, a tale for the sake of Super E. Yes. Uh, there is a tale about a raid on a dogfighting ring um, somewhere in our city. Do you guys remember that? I remember something about it. You know, Jay, as far as is us four, I think I think just you and I were there. Yeah, I'm really. not sure. I always thought Super E was there. Was he? Okay. I, I know Big T wasn't, well, but I always no. thought Super E was there. Go ahead and, and, and tell a little bit about that. I just recall it was one of my first um, investigations after coming back over to this particular squad, yes. if you will, to work with you guys. And it was uh, dog fighting on the northwest side of town. We all uh, had a rally point where we briefed and SWAT hit the house and then gave a signal. And then we were going to come in for evidence collection interviews, that sort of thing. And, uh, so SWAT went, hit the house. Actually, they got between a couple dogs. If I, yeah, there was a fight going on when SWAT hit this house. So they, they actually separated the dogs. And I think one of the dogs was really getting ready to, kill the other dog yeah so they they broke them up and i think there were like a hundred people at this house in the yard and in the garage there had to be i mean when we rolled up 
it had just gotten started to get dark and SWAT had everybody on the ground in cuffs. It looked like, I, it, this is going to date us, but I just remember the cover of Time magazine back in the 70s after Jonestown. And that's the first thing that, that I <laughs> when, I, when I saw that. Because they, uh, yes, because but they were alive. Yes, SWAT yeah, had no. secured everyone on the yes, ground, SWAT zip didn't. tied them. There were just there were bodies everywhere. There, there were it was, alive bodies. It, it was crazy. Yes, was apocalypse now, whatever you'd want to call it. Yes. So we're stepping over bodies to get into it was a garage. Yes. For the investigation, they had the ring and everything set up, and uh, so. Yeah, I, a few went to jail that night. Yes. Um, money and evidence was recovered, if I recall. It was. And, I, of course, there was narcotics. That's why I thought Super E was there, because there was... It's ringing a bell now, Jay. You're yeah. right. I, I was there. you were there, my friend. Yep, I was there. So, yes. okay. so you know, in this dogfighting event, SWAT team went in. Broke the dogs up, probably saved one of the dogs' lives. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there were no dogs hurt that night. Right. Um, but I got to tell you, as I'm standing there talking with another member of our squad, here comes Jay lumbering up to us. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And there was this little rabbit that was hiding. Okay. He was like, I think I'm going to survive. I'm just going to hide over here by this foot. <laughs> Jay comes lumbering up and steps right on the rabbit. Not on purpose, of course. And and I'm like, oh my God. We we did this whole great thing with these dogs. And the only animal hurt that night was this rabbit. Jay stepped on. Uh, it was the darndest thing I've ever seen in my life. So you might be asking, okay, why are these guys involved in you know these animal fighting rings? Well, you had the, the cockfighting that was going on kind of in rural areas. In town, they were fighting dogs. Um, I think we've painted the picture how cruel it is and how, you know, we're animal lovers. And, and, uh, and we, don't, we don't put up with that, do we, Jay? No, we do not. And we don't want to get another call from um, Tales from Super E's. Headquarters. Oh, HR, where HR we got we got in trouble for yeah. calling the tank top the yes WB yes. Um, so anyway, so it was a problem. You know, there were there were there were dog fights going on all over town. It always, you know, it was gambling. There was always narcotics involved, and obviously the animal cruelty. So there were complaints from the um, community about it, and our unit had gotten tasked with with doing something about it and uh and we did i mean we we stopped a lot of uh a lot of dog and cockfighting we stomped that dog fighting right out that night (laughs) you stomped the bunny rabbit out (laughs) Uh, but anyway that is an explanation as to why you know we were involved so you know well a train i could add now that i am now retired and living out in the middle of nowhere I now have chickens, and we love them to death. And we did have a rooster. His name was Roosty, and we we loved our rooster. And my my rooster loved my wife. And I just you know, after having a rooster, thinking back to that, it was horrible what them roosters went through. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. our rooster would wait for my wait for my wife to come home, and then he would. She'd get out of the car. He would do the little dance around her and fly on her shoulder <sighs> like she was Johnny Depp. Oh my! Wow. Yeah, he was great. Wow. I think you've got some competition, Supery. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's another cock in town. <laughs> I don't want to end on a morbid detail. Unfortunately, poor old Roosty, he got ambushed by a hawk. Oh. And uh, yeah, so he's no longer with us and we miss him dearly. You pay the hawk off? Yeah, it was one of those deals. A bit of jealousy. It was, it was, I hired Billy, the, the what was it? A train Billy, the worthless hitman. Pathetic Billy from the Hollywood. Yeah, Pathetic Billy. He was the hitman on poor Roosty. So is is Mrs. Supery still in mourning? You know what she Mrs. is. She, you know it's, it's so been much. it's been not it's been nine months that she was talking about it the other day. Oh wow! Oh okay. Well, in the in the uh, efforts of time, we're down to about two minutes. First of all, I want to thank you, Big T, for coming on with us. This was great. We've been waiting to get you on to uh, do this episode. Well, very well. I enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Did he? He's ready to go. Sincere. I don't know. <laughs> Anytime we can hook up with the old uh, gang, it's uh, fun reminiscing. Yeah. That's right. Be better if we were pouring bourbon, but hey, we'll take what we can get, right? I The bourbon's over my left shoulder, so I'm going to commemorate the day with a, uh, with a little sip. Fantastic. A-Train, what you got? I don't have much. There, there was a lot to process in this episode. Uh, no uh, pun intended. Process chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. You go. yeah. Uh, but no, I want to thank Big T for joining us. Um, you can come back anytime. Thank yeah. you much. Yeah, that'd be great. A train, or I mean, I mean, I'm looking at A train. Sorry, Super E. What you got? Well, I just want to say thanks to Big T for coming on. It was very enjoyable, and I'm ready for Jay to take us out. <laughs> right on. Out we go. Tune in again to another episode of Off Script with Super E coming soon.